0: At Hardee's, we love to surprise people. Surprise! We added the Loaded Omelette Biscuit to our two-for-four-dollar mix-and-match deal. Choose from our Loaded Omelette Biscuit and three other select breakfast favorites. Any two for four dollars. Hardy's cause it tastes better! Offer available for a limited time during regular breakfast hours. at participating in Hardee's restaurants. Price and participation may vary. Tax not included. Lock, Talk Radio. It's time for Breathe Again Magazine, the radio show. A moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Listen to real-life testimonies from women and men just like you who have gone from victim to victorious. Sit back, listen, connect in the chat room, and share the show with a friend. Here's your host, author, and motivational speaker, Nicole Cleveland. (laughs) Hello,
1: hello, hello, and thank you so much for joining us on today. I am Nicole Cleveland. I'm your host for today. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to us, and we appreciate you so very much. Hey, this is Breeze again, a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. We come to you each and every Saturday to let you know that you are not alone. We bring you victorious testimonies of faith and victory of people that have gone through the fire, came out the fire, and they're here to let you know that it's going to be all right, that God is no respecter of persons, and if he did it for them, he will definitely do it for you. We come to you so that no one is suffering in secret. We don't want people to feel like they, they are by themselves, they're all alone. You know, the enemy comes and he deceives us. And when we go through, we feel as though we're the only ones that's going through at this time. He makes us feel like no one understands us. He makes us feel that we're alone, we're by ourselves, and no one cares. But he is a liar. And we come to you to let you know that there is hope if he did it for us he will do it for you too so hang on in there my sister my brother anybody that's out there that's listening to the show I want you to know that joy comes in the morning and your morning does not have to be tomorrow morning it could be this moment it could be the next moment it could be in the midnight hour it could be at 10 p.m. You have to just make a decision that, hey, I'm tired of being where I'm at, stay here any longer, and I'm going to move forward in what God has called me to move in. And if you, you, I'm listening, I'm talking to you, if you have a victorious testimony, if there is something that you know that God did for you, and it will bless the masses, it will bless somebody else. By sharing your story, I want to interview you. I want you to come on to Breathe Again Radio Show. Go on over to breatheagainmagazine.org. You can click the radio submission button, or you can go to com. That's com, and you can click the Beyond the Radio Show little link up there and submit your story, and someone from our team will reach out to you, get you schedule on the show, so you can bless somebody else with your story. We're not supposed to just get blessed and just hang on hang on to it and keep it to ourselves. We're supposed to reach back and tell somebody else of the goodness and what God has done for us. So I'd love to have you on the show. I'm excited, excited, excited about today's show. I'm excited to have Donna Janelle on the show today. If you are out there, if you know somebody that's raising somebody else's children, whether they have passed away, the parents have passed away, or the parents are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but you have decided to make a difference in somebody else's life, and you have decided to, okay, I'm not going to let these children go in the system. I'm going to take them, and I'm going to raise them. I want you to invite them to this show. I want you to send them this link, and I want you to let them listen because They may feel like they are by themselves. They may feel like no one understands the mom's not doing what she's supposed to do, the dad's not doing what she's supposed to do, or the mom and dad is no longer with us. Um, Encourage them. Have them listen to this show because Donna is going to encourage those individuals that will be listening on today. Now, Donna has a victorious testimony. I'm telling you, victorious testimony. She was raised, um, during her teenage years, she was in and out of the foster care system. She would sleep at parks and train stations, and she, she had a child as a teenager, and she married young, and, you know, her husband left her. But you know what? She's here to tell the story. She's here to let you know that, you know what? Yes, I've gone through all of those things but God did this for me. Her sister passed away um, not long after her husband left her, and she decided to raise her sister's children. What a story of agape love. What a story of a testimony of faith and encouragement. So inspiring. So she's going to be on this show in just a few minutes, and I want you to reach out to us. Reach out to us. Follow us on our social media networks. We're at Breathe Again on um, on Twitter We are uh, Breathe Again Magazine On Facebook and you can also Follow me you can follow me At Nicole C online On Twitter and at Nicole C Online on Facebook as well We are going to sh- uh, share our Quick prayer and then we'll be Right back with Donna Don't go away we'll be right back
0: Father Father You hear our hearts this morning. We do not want to settle. We do not want to find our comfortable position and put up our tent there and be happy with you blessing me and mine. Father, we understand today that forgiveness and reconciliation and blessing and favor Is given for reason, Lord God. It is given for purpose, Father. And today, God, we say, Forgive us, forgive us, Father, when we have taken on this attitude, Lord God, of all you've done. Father, use us, God, use us, pick us, choose us, Father. We want to spend ourselves. Father, I want to get to heaven with a life poured out. Not with a life that looks perfect, Father. I want it to not look good. I want it to be good, Father. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. Let our love be seen, Father God, on this earth. Let our love be carved out, Father God, on the pavements of our neighbourhood. Let our love be carved out for you, Father. Oh, Jesus, for the lonely. Lord, for the state that we were in. We were in that state, God. (laughs) Yet someone bothered to take the time and present you to us. We'll never, ever take it for granted. And in turn, we live our lives as a thank you. As a thank you, Father. As a thank you.
1: Amen. Amen. We live our lives as a thank you. We live our lives as a thank you. I love that prayer. It's Darling Check and um Israel and New Breed. And I absolutely love the words of the prayer because it's what we're supposed to do. We should not walk around and want our life to get good. We should want it to be good and we should live each and every moment, each and every minute as a thank you to God because he is the one. He set us free. He's delivered us. You know, he woke us up. He started us, you know, on our way. And we're so thankful and we're so grateful, and that's how we're supposed to live our lives. He's done so much for us. So to God be the glory for great things he's done doing and going to do in our lives, and I just love him, and I just thank him for who he is in our lives.
0: So let's get on with the
1: show. Let's get on with the show. I'm excited, 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 but I'm always excited about our shows because it is something that we can do. We can share our story to help somebody else, and that's what we're supposed to be doing. So Donna, 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 we're going to invite Donna to the show on Today, right now. Now, Donna has been recognized as a parent leader by Franklin Covey's The Leader in Me. Donna Janelle is playing her part to change the world by empowering parents to raise productive and thriving children. Donna's story is one of triumph and, more importantly, proof that respectful, successful, and thriving children are possible in the midst of a negative, defeating, World. It is not without her faith that she can do anything, and she understands that she leans on her faith, and she is raising her children as well as her sister's children um, as a single mom, and so kudos to her. I mean, it's enough to raise children in a two-parent home, but to raise your children and someone else's children by yourself is to be commended. Welcome to the show, Donna. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You are more than welcome. So, Donna, I said a little bit um, about who you are, um, but I want you to tell the listeners, who exactly is Donna Janelle? Um, who are you and what do you want to be known for or remembered as? Um, I am a woman of God, a woman who fears God, and I just want people to know me as a person who never gave up, Um a person who despite of anything that was thrown at me continued just to thrive in it. Um, basically that's who I Yeah, that's who I want people to know me as. And you know want people people You want to be known as the person that never gave up, never gave up and um kudos to you. Your story is phenomenal. It is phenomenal and it is to be commended. Um Donna, talk to me a little bit about your past. Now your bio talks about how you were raised in the project and you were in and out of the foster care system and you married young. Talk to me a little bit about your teenage years. Um, How were you in and out of the foster care system? Okay. Um, It started, I guess, about, um, I could say around... 11 or 12, actually. Uh, I think I was in middle school when things started happening. Well, uh, my parents separated when I was very young, I guess about five or six, uh, and they were back and forth in the house. One minute they were together, the next minute they weren't together. So during those times, um, I, abuse started to happen with me. So um finally reported it to the school, and then this, uh, the Children's Youth System decided that I wasn't in a safe home. So I would go um, – the first home I went to was actually my great-uncle's home. Um, he took me and my younger sister in, and that just didn't work out after a couple months. Um, mm-hmm. So my um, my younger sister kind of got shipped over to my father in New Jersey, and then I got stuck in the system um, kind of because my dad at the time said he couldn't raise two children. He only could afford one, so my younger sister was the one that was sent. So I got stuck back in the foster care, and I wanted to to go back so bad with my mom, though, because I love my mom, so I would go back to her house, get abused, leave again, (laughs) go somewhere else, go back to her house, get abused, leave again. So that cycle was just a long-going cycle. Um, Even my sister tried to take – my sister who passed away, who we'll talk about later, actually took me in as well, tried to um, to raise me, but she had kids her own, and it just was too rough. So I decided to go back home again. <laughs> Things started happening the last time my arm got broke, so I just left.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> just left for good. And um, I didn't know where to go. I didn't want to be in the system anymore because it was it was just not – they didn't really care about me at the time. It was just go here or go there. And, and they kept letting me back to my mom, so I was more upset with the system than, like, happy mm-hmm. that I had a way of escape. So I started to um, – I didn't want to go to any of my family at the time because my family had taken my other siblings before, like, in and out. So I was – I don't know. I think I, I was more stubborn <laughs> and didn't want to be a burden on anybody. So I started to um, – I slept in train stations. I slept in the park just to get away from the madness of everything. That was a whole nother madness. But uh, just to get away from the things I was dealing with. And then finally at, um, I guess, around 16 – one of my uncles, um, I went to live with one of my uncles um, in the fairgrounds, and that's where I stayed for my senior year. And then after that, you know, I just moved away from the whole situation. Right, right. So you took it upon yourself to basically go sleep in parks and train stations, um, and you were being abused in and out of the home. And so you had all of that drama and all of that trauma um as a child really because you're not you're not thinking as an adult then you got married at 19 and then you had a medically challenged son. Talk to me a little bit about that because there are many people out here, many parents out here raising um physically challenged individuals, um children. So how did okay. you navigate through that? Okay, yes. I got married at 19. I got married at 19 for the wrong reasons. I got married because I thought that was an escape from all the other madness, and that was the first person who told me that they actually loved me and started to show me love.
0: Mm, So I got married very
1: early, um, and I had my daughter, my first daughter, at 19. And at the time, though, when I had her, I didn't want to be a mom. I didn't want to be a mom because I thought I was going to parent her the same way my parents parent me. I thought I was going to hurt her. So for the first two mm-hmm. years of her life, Nicole, actually, I was not really involved in her life. I was in the house. I was married. But I had, I did the motherly duties, you know, take care of her. But I was sure. not attached to her. And
0: mm-hmm. it wasn't
1: until I was uh, 21 and got saved, and I started to see the love of God through my, um, God had blessed me with two spiritual parents who decided to, at 21 to raise me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was through that I saw the love of God and became um, actually a parent, really a mother. And I started to mm-hmm. be able to love my daughter. Um, as years went on within my marriage, and then um, nine years later, though, that's when I had my son who um, was complex. He had uh, feeding tubes. He was on oxygen. He had so many different things going on that um, me as a nurse, I thought, you know, wow, this is, you know, I dealt with other kids like this, but to deal with your own child was a little bit more emotional, but um, sure. I kept the faith in God. I trusted God, and I knew that he was going to come out of it, no matter what the doctor was saying about, you know, he would never really talk again, never talk. He would never eat by mouth. There was just so many different challenges. Um, at one point, they thought he had autism. There were so many mm-hmm. different challenges that they were presenting to me. But I kept the faith. I kept decreeing and declare over his life. And I taught him to do that as well. As he continued to grow, he would speak life on himself. And that's how, you know, he. I believe that he came out of most of the things that he was dealing with. Because I remember at a time we were in the hospital, I think he was like three years old, and he was like, "Um, I'm only going to be here an hour. And I was like, what? So they they (laughs) fixed him, and an hour we were out of there, Nicole, like an hour. I was like, unbelievable. Wow. Um, How is he doing today, and how old is he today? Oh, Joshua is seven he will be eight in April and he is doing an amazing job. If you look Appreciate at him, you know how sometimes you know, we go through the fire and we come out and we don't look like what we've been through, he is an no. example of somebody who doesn't look like he's been through anything. Amen. Amen. That that's amazing and God is good and um he is a healer. He's a healer and and, yes. and God bless you for speaking over his life and de- declaring and decreeing what saith the Lord and not what saith man. So kudos to you. Um, Let's fast forward a little bit, Donna, because um, you were left to raise your um, two children by yourself. What age were you when um, your husband left? Mm, That's a good question. I don't remember that, Nicole. Oh, okay. So that was, he left in 2011, so I was 31. That was easy to remember. Um, okay. Yeah, I was 31 um, when he left. And um, at the time, you know, it, Joshua was young and Faith was still young. And it was hard because my daughter, Faith, um, I guess, she was about 13 at the time, if I recall her right numbers. She actually wanted to go live with her father because she felt like she still didn't have a great connection with me. So she was kind of scared mm-hmm. just to live with me, <laughs> And um, mm. and I recognized that, and I had to, you know, pray and really ask God to lead and guide me, like, be a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path, because I didn't want yeah. my daughter to leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at that point, you were by yourself raising your children as a single mother. You are a nurse. Um, yes, yes. And then your sister's husband passes away, Your sister husband passes away, and then how long after the death of her husband did she pass away? It was two years.
0: Two Two years, years. almost
1: exactly. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people will say, um, if it's not one thing, it's another, and things happen in threes, and, you know, people have all these different sayings, and so your husband left you, and then um then your sister's husband passed away, and then your sister passed away. And your sister, she was your best friend. Is that correct? Yes. She was she your was. best friend. Yeah. Um, so at that point, she passed away. Donna, what was in your mind? What was going through your mind because there were so many deaths going on around you at that time, you were trying to raise your children as a single mother and then your sister's husband passes away and then she passes away. At that point, what made you decide, I need to raise these children because, you know, you are raising not just your children as a single mother, but you are also raising your children's child, your your sister's children as well. What made you decide somebody has to step up and it's going to be me? I don't want you to answer that right away. I want you to hold on. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, okay? Okay, yes. All right, all right. You are listening to Breathe Again Radio Show with Nicole Cleveland. And today I'm talking to Donna Janelle, and she is parenting with a purpose. Um, If you've been listening, you've heard about her, her background, a little bit of what she's going through as a teenager. And now we are going to talk about how she's raising her sister's children after her sister passed away and her sister's husband passed away. So, Donna, on your website, um, it says, and, and kudos to you. God bless you. You have a beautiful website um, on your website. And as I was listening and watching the actual video, Franklin Covey did um, a story around you. Um, you said, "How can I raise broken children when I'm broken myself?" So going mm-hmm. back to that original, going back to that original question that I asked before the break, I said, "Your sister passed away. She was your best friend." someone had to raise these children through your mind at that time wow yeah at that time i um at that time i was like wow god um it happened so fast like i was actually at that time to go i was like at the height of my life i felt like i was in the best place i had lost 120 pounds i felt free hmm. i was parenting great my two children i was doing so many well things and then when that happened I was, like, fell to my knees and asked God why, and I said, okay, whew, what, what is going on? Um, right. And God, you know, spoke to me the same day that, you know, actually at the hospital that I was going to take her children. And um, <clears throat> actually, let me backtrack. The day before that she passed away, Nicole, I had me and her. I took her on a long ride, and we were talking and everything. And one of the things she said mm-hmm. to me was, if anything ever happened to her for me to raise the children, but that was the day before and she was fine, there was any nothing going wrong. And um so when that happened when she passed away and I was in the hospital by myself waiting for people to get there, God re- brought that back to my remembrance that I was gonna take the children. And I, I'm a I'm one of the ki- I'm a kid, God I'm willing and obedient. Will so even if I don't know why or how to do something,
0: mm-hmm. I would say yes
1: to God. So I said yes, really didn't know what that really meant. Um, and I got them, you know, right. Took care of the paperwork and got them. But once I once they were in my house, things were. It was just like it was challenging because I was still dealing with, you know, my sister passed away in my face, and the two wow. children lost both parents. And I started to remember my own childhood, not living with my parents, feeling them alone, being out there. So I had asked God, how can I raise children, you know? who are broken if i'm broken you know my 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 two biological children no longer had their father in the house i had considered in my mind i'm broken i had considered mm-hmm. my nieces broken and i considered myself broken but god revealed to me that i was not broken amen that i wasn't amen. broken My mindset of bro- was my mindset was broken because i thought i was broken but i wasn't and um and he he showed me Everything that my past experience, everything that I've ever been through set me up for this, um, built a foundation for this so I can handle this, because I know where my nieces are to not have any parents. Although my parents were alive, they just wasn't active in my life at the time, so I felt like I didn't have any parents. So I knew exactly where they were, um, you know, emotionally. And then for my own biological children, because my dad was, my dad did leave the home when I was young, I knew where my children were as well. So God showed me that I wasn't broken, that I was built for this. Amen. Amen. Has it been challenging, Donna? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you know, um, it's been challenging, but one of the things that makes it so much better is to have God in it. Um, yeah. I can't imagine doing this without Him. Yeah. When they came to you, they came to you. They they were broken themselves. They did. They were devastated. They on the video it talks about the children are actually interviewed on the um on the actual video on her on her website. And listeners, I encourage you to go to that's donnajanel.com. That's d o n n a j a n e l dot com and watch that video. It will it will bless your hearts. It will bless your life. Um, to see the sacrifices that this woman of God has made, not for herself. Um, So go to the site. It's DonnaJanelle.com. On the video, the little girls talk about, um, you know, how they were, you know, they just didn't want to go on either, and they didn't know how to go on, and they were doing really bad in school. And here comes you and the schools, and you really – took hold of that whole village. You really reached out to the school. You asked the school for help. The school just really rallied behind you and the children and got them the help and the support that they need. And they really turned it around within months, Donna. Talk to me a little bit about those techniques that they used, you used, and the children used. Okay. Uh, when I first got the children, I had got them. Uh, my sister passed away in June, so um, they were kind of hanging out with their older sisters a little bit during the summer, but um, they, once they really became in my house, I started to notice, um, like, they were depressed. They were, like, crying. Um, the youngest one at the time was uh, six. She was, like, going to bathroom on herself again, so she kind of reverted back to baby stages, and then the um, – the elizabeth the older one was having like a lot of emotional issues she was already dealing with issues from when her dad passed away she became angry she became violent and she um was doing terrible in school at the time and i remember helping my sister trying to get her on track so when they came at my house like i really saw the first hand of the things that was going on and um one day I i would pray about it i would you know speak life over them and one day um they brought papers home from school. They went to school. School had just started in August. They brought they took brought papers home from school about um, leadership, about a Franklin Covey Company, the leader in me, and it was seven mm-hmm. habits of happy kids. And I was mm. like, okay, I need some happy kids. So I started to <laughs> right. read over it, and I researched it, and I grabbed a hold of it because what it was was basically it was the Word of God without scripture, um, without its the location, that, that seven habits were the things that God wants us to do anyway, and they are in the Bible. So I started to grab a hold of that seven habits, and that's how I began to, um, to become. First, I knew I had to be a leader, and then I was able to encourage them um, to want to live. How is it today? How long has it been since the passing of your sister and you raising the children? Um, it will be I guess we are at nineteen months. It will be two years in June. Um Yeah, June June the fourth, twenty sixteen will be two years. And how how are they today? How are they coping? How are they adjusting? How are you adjusting? Uh, everybody's doing well. Um, it is so <laughs> it's so amazing, um, because the kids are so spiritual as well. So, I just see so much growth in them um in our house, we just encourage each other, everybody encourage each other, so the kids are doing great they're great leaders um as I mentioned in that video, the video uh, my one niece um uh, well, I call her my daughter, but you know my niece she was on a um she was in second grade, but she was um she had like a special special assessment. And she was mm-hmm. very below her grade. I think she was actually on a first-grade level at the time. And now she's in fourth grade, and she's on a fifth-grade level. And she's on great. Amen. She has consistently had honor rolls since she's been in this house. Um, Amen. Every marking period, every when She wants to go to college. She's so excited about life now. Uh, it's just, like, an amazing turnaround. And so is the younger one as well. She's doing great in school, Um so everybody's thriving. We we look at ourselves, we, um, you know, when you think about grieving, you know, it seems like there's always a sadness in grieving. But grieving is actually good because you get to, you know, deal with the things that you, uh, things have lost, but you come out of that because it's only for a period. So we look at our life as we're thriving through grieving. So we're not sad, we're not emotional, we're thriving. That's real good. Um. Donna, breathe again is a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. So what we'd like to do is we talk about the story. We talk about how you've gone through, how you came out. But we want to encourage someone that's out there right now listening. They may be raising um, someone else's child. They may be grieving themselves. They may be stuck right now. I want you to encourage them right now. I want you to take a few minutes. And minister to them to let them know they're not by themselves. And if God did it for you, He will definitely do it for them too. All right. Um, I just want to encourage anybody out there who are who's dealing with any self issues. It all starts with yourself first. Um, one of the things, in order for us for for us to raise anybody, we need to kind of come out of ourselves first so we have to dig deep within inside of ourselves and figure out you know what's inside of us that's hindering our movement what's inside of us that having us think you know thoughts that are not actually godly or just shame guilt depression it doesn't matter what it is any thought that is negative is not of God so if you have any negative thought towards yourself you have to dig deep within to to uproot those thoughts. get get to the root, take them out and, and toss them away and replace it with what God says about you. Um, and once you do that, then you can be able to help someone else. Um, for parents or guardians, anybody who's raising any children, it all starts with the parents first um, because your children cannot have a 100% of you if you're not 100%. We are, you know, here to to lead to guide and teach our children, but if we can't lead and guide and teach ourselves, we can't do that for our children. So I just encourage you that don't lose hope. Continue to seek God, though. The most important thing is seek God. And have it in your mind that you want change and you want to do something. Whatever you have in your mind, you can do. If you believe that you can make a change in any situation, every situation, it can happen and it will happen. You have to trust the ability of God who works through you, knowing that God is in you and that there is no way that any, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So all these little distractions are called weapons but they will not prosper as long as you are in God. Amen. Amen. Now, Donna, how did Franklin Covey come into this whole scenario? Because it looks like they featured you, you won something. Um, Talk to me a little bit about that process. What happened there? How did they recognize you? Okay. Um, So my kids, they go to um, Silver Lake Elementary School, and the school um, had already had a history with uh, the old, the oldest one, Elizabeth, so they knew her past, what was going on. They was there, you know, when she was having trouble at school, so they knew exactly what was going on with her. So when she came back to school in August, and um, they saw an immediate change with her, they were all prepared to deal with, you know, her anger, her yelling, her hitting. Um, her hating to be at school, but when she came back, it was a totally different story. So um, she became a leader in her school, and the company came out, the family company came out to the school to evaluate the school, and they actually spoke to my children. And they were so impressed mm-hmm. with my children that they wanted to speak to me. And then mm-hmm. from there, they asked, can they write a blog about us? And then they after talking to me, they said, we just need to come to your house. They came here for three days. They They shot videos all day and um, just wow. interviewing us because they were just so pleased with it. So right now, that video is showing throughout the world, and that's showing yeah. in all their um, teaching um, for all the schools and everything. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Kudos, congratulations, God bless. Donna, I I see a book, I see a book. <laughs> I see a book in the making, so your story needs to be told and it will bless so many people out here. It needs to be written down, and it needs to be on some pages. So um, to God be the glory. Thank you so much for stopping by the show today. Um, let the listeners know how they can reach out to you, if because I know you do consulting, you do coaching, you do speaking. Let the listeners know how they can reach out to you, how they can bring you in if they need a speaker, or if they just want to chat with you, they may be going through some rough periods right now. Okay. Um, you can reach me at uh, my website is Donna Um, uh, if you would like to email me it's Donna at Donna Janelle.com. Um, I am on Facebook. I am uh my link on Facebook is Parenting with a Purpose. My Instagram is I am Donna J. My Twitter uh no, my Twitter is I am Donna J. My Instagram is Donna Janelle. Uh, I'm a Periscope, as I am Donna J. Every now and then I'll, I'll pop some um, live Periscopes just to talk about parenting or just life or encourage anybody. Uh, so you can reach me those way, Or another way, if you don't have access to Internet or anything, my phone number is um, 302-373-5497, and that number you'll reach me directly. That's actually my cell phone number that the world has. <laughs> so uh, you can reach me directly. Amen. Amen. It's been a pleasure. So God bless you, Donna. Um, thanks so much for stopping by. All right, listeners, that has been the show for today. I know you were blessed. I know you were encouraged, and I know you were inspired by Donna's story. I want you to reach out to her, com. Go to that website. Watch that video. Send her some encouraging words and if you're out there and you are a guardian or you are raising children that are not yours, God bless you, you know, because you are sacrificing yourself for someone. To God be the glory. The great things he has done doing and going to do. That has been our show for today. Thank you so much for stopping by and thank those that will come back and listen to the On Demand Show. And, hey, check us out on Facebook, Breathe Again Magazine, on Twitter at Breathe Again. And you can also connect with me at Nicole C online, Facebook and Twitter. God bless you. And remember, I never say goodbye. I always say until next time. God bless you and have a super fabulous Saturday. Bye bye.
0: Hardee's, we love to surprise people. Surprise, we added the loaded omelet biscuit to our 2 for $4 mix and match deal. Choose from our loaded omelet biscuit and 3 other select breakfast favorites. Any 2 for $4. Hardies cuz it tastes better. Offer available for a limited time during regular breakfast hours at participating Hardy's restaurants. Price and participation may vary. Tax not included.